Hey, gang, welcome to the Hub Podcast, episode number 24. This is the second installment of my interview with the ladies on the board of STEP. Gretchen Olivares with Allium Papery and Gifts, Tammy with Girl Photography, Lizette with From His Garden Floral, and Vicky with Gardens at Old Town Holotus Wedding and Event Facility. STEP, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, is a local to San Antonio organization whose purpose is to bring experienced vendors together in order to educate incoming clients. And of course, the vendors connect and learn from each other as they present and and, uh, have a chance to mingle together. And the more educated we all are, the more educated our clients are, And the better the team we can build, the better the event we can organize, and of course, ultimately, the happier the client we will all have. The more educated the client is, the more educated we are. It's a win-win for everyone, right? It's a good organization. Uh, So don't forget to look into and register for the Next Step Wedding Academy, or recommend it to anyone who could benefit from a community or an event like this at sotxep.com. That's sotexep. Dot com. Uh, the date for this next event is July 14th at the Doubletree Hotel by Hilton. Uh, times to be announced very soon. Hey, uh, so what's going on in your businesses these days? What's new? Uh, let's see. Here in San Antonio, we're gearing up for Fiesta. Any of you guys involved in Fiesta events or at least Fiesta-themed parties? How about graduation? Where are my party planners and senior portrait photographers at? And cakes and flowers. Every party's naked without cakes and flowers, right? What else is going on? Let's see, it's uh, April. How about prom? Anyone involved in prom season? Who's taking advantage of that? What else? What else could you guys be benefiting from this? Uh, there's always the old faithful weddings, quinces, and corporate events, right? So that's good. It's a good time. Busy is good. Be thankful you're busy. Uh, and I guess if you're not busy right now, don't worry. Keep studying. Keep putting out content online. Keep connecting. Keep the faith. Keep success right in your sights because it is there for you to grab, I assure you. Good stuff. Hey, we just had our annual Evening with the Stars party. It's uh, it's a fourth time we put together this event. For the uninitiated, quick story time. My wife has a family member who adopted three kiddos who were born with fetal alcohol. Sweet, beautiful kids. Uh, This was years ago, and they're all but grown up now. And one day while my wife was over, there was a conversation between the family about prom, about their upcoming uh, public school prom. And it was very obvious that there were a lot of worries or fears or, I mean, at the very least, obstacles to navigate as a parent of special needs kids that are very unique to other families not dealing with that. And I I don't know if you recall being in high school, but it's hard enough. It's hard enough being a high school kid and dealing with the pressures. It's hard enough to be the parent uh, of a high school kid dealing with all the pressures. So you can only imagine. And that's all we can do. We can only imagine because we're not going through it. But the parents and students with special needs deal with all of those things plus a a list of a lot more depending on the medical situation that they're dealing with. Anyways, so my wife got a harebrained idea to... Harebrained? Do we say harebrained? What the hell is a harebrained? What an awful expression. Uh, Note to self, never say that again. So so she got just one of her ideas, uh, as she does, because she is the creative, she's the entrepreneur, she's someone who sees a need, uh, then decides the universe has called upon her to fix said need. And she decided to start calling on people in our industry, uh, you know, venues, caterers, bakers, DJs, 
the usual suspects, and see who would help out. And the first, Evening with the Stars, which is a prom-influenced party for high school-aged kids with special needs, happened four years ago. It was the hardest we've ever worked to put together a party. Not only is the special needs community a little bit, they have walls up as you're reaching out to them, and rightly so. They don't want to get taken advantage of. They don't understand why we are all putting on a free party. (laughs) I think they wonder why there's got to be a little bit of a catch, but... We had about 50 or 60 total, that's kids and parents, Uh, we'll call them early adapters, (laughs) come that first time. And it was well worth it. It was one of the most fun experiences that we and I I think the other vendors uh, have ever had. We had to do all of the setup, tear down, bussing tables, clean up. Uh, I mean, it was a high labor event for us. And it's developed a bit. Now we have uh, folks who do setup, cleanup, catering to our guests' specific tastes. So like the first year, people brought fancy event food, wedding food, uh, which was awesome. It was super generous. But the kids... The kids wanted something a little bit more recognizable. So now we do sliders, corn dogs, grilled cheese, french fries, mac and cheese, you know, stuff high schoolers like. We have a DJ and an MC, a photo booth, uh, gorgeous cake and desserts, lighting, characters in costume who come by and dance with the kids. We have high school aged volunteers who come by to to dance and get the kids on the dance floor and connect with them and, and be their friends for the night. And of course, the beautiful facility that we hold it in all generously donated by vendors in this community let me just stop and say if you ever look around you and doubt the love or the heart of the people in the events industry then look a little bit further look outside of your immediate group i have found some of the kindest most generous big-hearted people you will find anywhere real quickly because i think they each deserve a shout out here are the main cast of characters uh that took place that donated generously of their time their talent their uh, resources venue was at granbury hills catering by heavenly gourmet dj and mc dominic with atlas entertainments light and photo booth frank burton with event ignition characters and balloon art provided by nays creation Floral and centerpieces provided by Lizette of From His Garden. Cake donated by Jaime and Monique of Cakeheart, and the event was planned, coordinated, and photographed by Moments of Milestones. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It is, it is such a sincere honor to work in this industry alongside each of you. Okay, enough of the sap. Enough of this touchy-feely business. What are we, a bunch of artists? No way, bro. I just have something in my eye. I'm totally fine. Oh, 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 by the way, I told you our Moments of Milestones website went down a few months ago and we thought it would be a great opportunity to redesign and rebuild the thing on our own, which might be one of the funniest lies I've ever told myself in the last few years. Um, We get a page up every few weeks uh, if we're lucky. (laughs) So we're very slowly rebuilding that. But we will have a page up for Evening with the Stars. So go check that out. Coming soon. And if you want to see some pretty pictures of the event or if you'd like to be a part of it next year, we'd love to hear from you. Okay. How about that interview? The ladies of Step. Step by step. Ooh, baby. What do you think? What do you think, Gretchen? I've got you a new theme song. You just got to reach out to New Kids on the Block or NKOTB and not sure who the current managing partner is. Uh, Jimmy 
Johnny, Jason, and Josh. One of those. Did I get that right? Anyways, I think it works. Look into that. Step by step. I'll stop singing. Uh, here they are, Gretchen, Tammy, Lizette, and Vicky, with part two of my interview with the members of the South Texas Event Professionals Board. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> question then I have you guys start talking about step a little bit because I, I I really I love this conversation I feel like we could have 45 minutes with each of you but I want each of you to answer um, because this was this was asked of me and I think it's a really important question what are some of the non-negotiable aspects of your business and if you have any stories on how you learned those things that these things are non-negotiable I'm not willing to give here can you share those non-negotiable aspects of your business so while you're thinking contracts come to mind uh process flow comes to mind you know the way i the, the things i put into my pricing come to mind and and those may be different for you but i feel like you know despite my winging it we've been in business this long for 12 years now Everything that we do in my company, somebody could come up and question and try to pick apart, and I would go, well, here's why we do it. Mm -hmm. And I'll have stories of when I screwed it up beforehand to go, this is where I learned, and so now we do it this way. And uh, so none of it's like, well, it fell in. It's what we've always done. I mean, I never have that answer. And so it's very easy for me to go, well, I do it this way because this is how I'm going to serve you the best. And But there are certain things that they can go we our events going to be like this. Can you do it this way? And I'll go, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense to do it this way. Otherwise, there are things that they go, well, can you tweak it? And then we'll sign that I go, yeah, that's a that's a non-starter for me. This is not going to change. And and what are those things that are underlined in your business? And, and how did you learn them? I'll just let whoever wants to go first go first. I think Does I that... can take a... a um... Um, or offer so so one of my again going back to my own wedding experience and my wedding day um, when I when I came into business I wanted to give them a preview of what they're going to have on their wedding day and they select whether they want to see a bouquet a centerpiece a boutonniere it's their choice but um, not that I'm gonna force them and but I think I would say that's not something that they're going to tell me no. I mean, I want them to see it. And I go through this with every client. And as a matter of fact, I this Wednesday, I'm going to meet a, you know, a bride and her mom because I gave her a preview of her centerpiece. Mm. And I told her, you know, she saw how it was going to look. And then I gave her another suggestion because it, if she kept it the way that she was going to keep it, it was going to obstruct the view from, from the... From the, the guests. centerpieces, yeah, sure. and I have been a guest to where I I can't see the person across from me, and I and I'm like, this is why the girls need to pay attention to me and realize you got to either go really short or really tall in yeah. your centerpiece, yeah. And that is what happened with this client. They had a vision of how the centerpiece was going to look at that height, and then when I met with her, I put it in front of us, and I said, this is this is a concern that I have for the style that you have right now. We can't see each other. And yeah. she was like, oh, yep. that's right. That's yep. right. So I made another suggestion, go taller and different things. 
So um, now we're going to, you know, meet with, you know, her mom. She'll be able to see it. But I think that that is, that is for me, I I make that a part of my experience yeah. with with the services I'm going to provide. Yeah. I mean, I tell them from the beginning, part of part of your, you know, services that I'll be providing is a preview of what you're going to have on your wedding day. Good. Um so for me it was it's a must yeah. because I lived it yeah. and again, I don't I, I I really don't want any of my clients to say, you know, when I met with Lizette, that's not what she told me. Yeah. You know, this is something different. I don't want to play any part in in dampening their day sure. because of a flower that was used and um i pay, t- pay attention to the flowers that they don't like mm. you know and that comes in handy because as a florist when i'm trying to fill in the gaps of different things if i use a rose and then i didn't pay attention to the fact that she said i hate roses then i'm going to add that negative experience because yeah. i didn't pay attention and i'm thinking roses everybody loves roses well not this bride so yeah. that's going to give them you know, that negative experience that I'm trying to not provide. For That's me. great. That's awesome. Yeah, and so, no, I, I like that a lot. Go ahead. So you're basically talking about providing a mock-up yeah. as, as mm-hmm. that preview. Yeah. I create it, and it's on no charge. I invite them to open houses, and I tell them that I'm going to be at this open house. You're welcome to come see. You know, this is what I would like to present. Yeah. And I've had, you know, good experiences where they're like, yeah, you know, I didn't realize it's so beautiful. And then I've had others to where, wow, yeah. I think we need to probably add more or take away or add, you know, so they know exactly what they're going to receive or have a good idea of Mm -hmm. what they're going to see on their, on their day. No, it's huge. And we've had that same thing happen. We offer design services for small events, Mm -hmm. not, not large weddings, but small events. And, and we've had run into that to where people show us our, their inspiration to go, I want this and it's beautiful. As long as it's, you don't worry about practicalities like connecting with people. If it's just for photos, then that's great. But when you have the big, beautiful bouquet in the middle directly at eye line, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not good. So that's really smart. What else? Well, so she, I'm going to go play on what she was saying. And I would say mock-ups is one of the things that we do all the time. Printing service, depending on which kind of printing they, they chose. Though. Because I've had in the very, very beginning... People come in and tell me what they thought they wanted. And so from what they're saying and what I'm hearing sometimes are two different things. And so now, of course, we have live samples that I keep one sample from every past wedding. And I bring those out and I show that to them so they understand what I'm talking about when I talk about these layers and the ribbon and the bling and all this kind of stuff. And and we pull together all the swatches and I ask them to please bring swatches of their flowers or whatever the colors are that they're using so that we can match it as, as close as we can. Right. Um, because I want to make sure that they're not saying I'm using coral and, you know, you know, in my swatch deck, coral might be more blush where they're thinking it's more orange and now it's all That's off. always the color it, it, that yeah. people guesstimate. <laughs> exactly. So I try to take out all of the different things that could be later on be an obstacle. Yeah. Um, the non-negotiables are probably, um, once I've sat down with them and we've worked through all these details and I've placed the order, the non-negotiable is there's no going back. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they leave, I'm going online, I'm ordering all the stocks, I'm starting designing, I'm sending them their font sheets. Yeah. I'm, I'm sending, I'm, I've already created and started all the work for them. I've put in the time. I've sat down with them anywhere from an hour to two hours right. 
going through to make sure that what is in their head is going to be represented in what I'm creating. So when I've had people say, ah, oh, you know what? We don't need 150 invitations. We need 70. Can we go down? No, non-negotiable. Yeah. Because I took the time to sit there with you and ask you, go back and look over your list. Because once I place the order for all those stocks to do 150, we're doing yeah, 150. Once money is spent, it's yeah. kind of a done deal. Yeah. yeah. So, so making sure that they have their ducks in a row before we're signing contracts yeah. is is you know once they've done that, we're not going back on things. If they want to add, that's fine, but we're not going down. We do the same thing. But start small, yeah. And if you have to go up, cool. But exactly. Once it's in there. Yeah, but you know, out. but mm-hmm. having the time to be able to show them that mock-up, that one printed version before yeah. we do everything, yeah. is momentous for us. We that's that's what you know. I I need them to be able to appreciate and take the time to come in and see that. Yeah. And make sure that this is exactly what we were talking about before it goes to print. Yeah. I had someone come back later on, and they were like, "Oh, we forgot to tell you, we had changed the changed the time. Can you just reprint those?" No, because that's sure, what you approve. Sure, for double the cost. Yeah, because that's that's what you approve. So unless yeah. you want to pay to reprint that, yeah. you know, that top layer and reprint and and have me disassemble and reassemble everything. No, yeah. sorry, that's the time now that you're getting. Yeah, sure, you know, of course. Because because you needed to have been communicating with me, and I've asked you, and we do all the digital prints, and then we do that mock up where you're the seeing approvals. the one, yeah, mm-hmm. and everything is approved, and so unfortunately, no, there's not going to be a going back. Yeah. Um, so that and um changing colors at the last minute you know we've already ordered everything oh yeah and now you want to change from navy to you know royal blue yeah and you want to change out the papers well we're not going to because the paper's already here yeah everything's here if it's in print that's fine because until we get to that mock-up i can change the color oh sure yeah but if it's something that i already ordered yeah we're we're staying with that yeah, unless you want to re- financially so, yeah, yeah unless you want to pay to bring in more stock which people have done sure yeah so those are probably some of the non-negotiables well that makes sense yeah. um we've had an instance or two where either the wedding was called off or dad passed unfortunately i still can't just give you back all your money because we have you know yeah sure money in the game here but yeah. in those instances i waive design fees and say okay <laughs> what else would you like to do with this yeah Let's create something else, you know, whether it's um, something for the memorial or whether it's thank you notes and personalized stationery, whatever you want, we're, we're going to take care of it. But, um, you know, we're, we're still not going back on that because, you know, as much as I sympathize with them on that, it's already here. We will always try to find a way to help them, but it's just the uh, trying to cancel or just because for some reason. Yeah, no, for sure, one hundred percent. What else? These are really good, and I'm I'm looking at you two to put you on the spot. Who wants to jump in there? I think from a venue's perspective, it's a little it's going to come across a little bit more negative because I think we feel like we deal with so many aspects of that. You do photography, bartender, catering. So different rules apply to every single vendor that's going to be there. Of course. So we do definitely try to be a little bit more flexible when it comes to what I would I would say what I hear. And from you don't most have times. rules like you have to use these certain caterers. Correct. Correct. Our venue doesn't require that you use a certain list of caterers. We have a suggested vendor list, which yeah. of course y'all are all on. Yeah. But it's more people that we trust. People. But that I'm we... higher on the list than her. Of course, right? yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a top photographer. I appreciate that. Yeah. She's like down. Yeah, here. she's way down. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, yeah. I think it's alphabetical. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good way to do it, though. But so I think our rules kind of apply to every single vendor. So sometimes yeah. it comes across, although we try to be a little bit more flexible than yeah. most. 
But, yeah. you know, so for example, some of our biggest um, negatives are we're not going to give you your, de- your deposit back. Sure. You know, just because you ended up going over what our maximum capacity is or just because you decided to change your date or, or change venues because you found somewhere else, which is, we understand, but you're not going to get your deposit back. That's yeah. just something that's non-negotiable. We learned the hard way. Sure, One of, of those things, we, yeah. used to, we used to try to play it on a case-by-case basis, and we learned the hard way that people were moving to venues with... Instead of giving us a different, they were giving us an illness story or something, oh, wow. and yeah. and then we found later on, no, they just moved to a different venue. Yeah, oh. and so oh. you know we learned we're just not going to do that. Well, somebody came and went. What did you put down? Five hundred bucks. I'll knock off five hundred off my price. That's exactly and, what yeah. happened. Yes, yeah, sure. and so we you know we realized the hard way that yeah. that sometimes that we just get taken advantage of. Yeah, and so. Um, uh, that's probably one of the biggest non-negotiables that we had. No, it's great. Yeah, yeah, I have found that the tighter my process flow has gotten and the more of these lessons that I go through. So, uh, you know, I am able to explain why we do everything and so forth. The fewer clients I even get in here who are sniffing for that weakness of what can I take advantage of. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anybody thinks they're doing that, but I can tell you story after story of when we first got started that these people would come in and just walk all over us just Mm -hmm. because they could. Mm -hmm. Just because I went, well, I hadn't learned that lesson yet. So sure, I'll give. And then it became a non-negotiable thing later. Well, and it's Mm -hmm. one of those things that you just have to, um, I think after experience, you feel out. Because in the beginning, you know, if someone came in with... I'm going to call it a sob story. Mm -hmm. In some instances, it is absolutely, you know, factual and it's true, but other times it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, In in the beginning, I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, you're pulling my heartstrings. I'm going to give it back to you. You know, and and more recently, I have gotten to the point where I I talked to them a little bit more about it. Um, Actually, last year, we had a um, bride who was extremely happy with us through everything. And... um, called up and said, you know what, we want to do menus too. Wow. Okay, uh-huh. we'll add on menus. So we added on menus, kept waiting for their approval, kept waiting for their approval. And I'm, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, we are a week and a half out. I need to be able to print these. Yeah. Could you give me an approval? Wow. Mom calls up and says, um, well, you know, we need to see if we can cancel those. Oh. Well, I already have the stock here. It's already been designed. I just need approval so we can start printing. At that point, we're not doing a mock-up because we know that it looks exactly like the invitation and same right. fonts and everything. Yeah. So it's, we're just waiting to get it done so we can deliver so they can move on. And uh, she says, well, you know, they've called off the wedding. They're not getting married. Oh, no. So we need to see if we can get that money back. And I said, unfortunately, I can't. But we can turn it into stationery for her. She says, well, let me ask her. And they call back a few days later. Go ahead and print it. It's okay. It's good. <laughs> So, uh-huh. what you're saying is, you just decided after the fact, you didn't really want to buy them, the, you know, dad or somebody probably said, you overspent. That's a big Why did play you to say they called off the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Like, oops, so it's it, back on now, just Yeah, kidding. so, so, so <laughs> We're talking. We're going to have that mail somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so, talking to them, you know, instead of just saying, oh, sure, you, that's when you figure out, you know, a- afterwards, whether you're being played or not. And, yeah. and you just make sure to take care of yourself and don't let that happen. Well, so few and far between of those sobs. I mean, we had somebody last year who, um, within a month and a half, the the wife or the wife-to-be uh, was diagnosed with cancer and passed within a month and a half. And then the groom called going, hey, I just, I don't even know what to do at this point. Do I get money? How do I? I was like, oh, Christ, yes, here, mm-hmm. go take the money. I mean, I don't, this is not something that mm-hmm. we want to be a burden on. But most of the time, it's, Hey, I'm going through an emergency because we're fighting and we might not 
get married. And I feel like, and I, I'm pretty clear when we sit down and do contracts, I go, that's an emergency for you. That's not an emergency that I'm willing to take on. Yeah. I'm going to charge you regardless. So you guys can go fight an emergency yourself, but I'm going to charge you anyways. <laughs> so yeah, I totally get it. Okay. Last but not least, um, Tammy, what are, what are some like un, unshakable things for you? Like these things are not going to move no matter what. Okay, so my non-negotiables are when potential clients ask me to... So I have I have collections that I have set out that have predetermined hours of coverage and sure. predetermined products in them. And occasionally I will get asked, hey, we don't... Because they all come with an album and sure. they all come with a second shooter. Uh-huh. Occasionally I will get asked, well, we don't want an album. Can we get rid of that? Or we don't want a second shooter. Can we get rid of that? Those are my two non-negotiables. Everyone gets printed product with my collection or I I don't shoot your wedding and you get a second shooter with me or I don't shoot your wedding. And because um, I am in the camp, you Mm -hmm. know, there's lots of photography camps, but I'm in the camp where um, I want my clients to see my art as I intended it to be printed. Sure. Well, I fair. don't want them to print it at Costco or Walgreens or Impix well, or Target's really Snapfish. Up their game, <laughs> um, I want them to see it how I intended it to be printed sure. yeah. with archival quality inks on archival quality papers on 100% cotton rag yeah. papers in Adobe RGB at 2400 DPI. Fancy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it is yeah. fancy. It's it is. I, it's nice. Um, I, I print at Graphy Studio in Italy. Um, it's the best album company in the yeah. world, yeah. and I want my clients to enjoy that. So that it's it's an it, these albums have an image image permanence rating of three hundred plus years. Yeah, and I want them to see the quality that they're paying for when they lay that right next to their Walmart pictures. Yeah, or their Target pictures. Right. Well. Yeah. Um. Graphy yeah. calibrates their printers every 30 minutes. Yeah. So they're they're getting checked against the indus- industry standard 48 times a day. Yeah. Target hey, might be on. calibrating, you know, once or twice a day. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's, there's no doubt. There's so the much drift yeah. in in their output yeah. that you know, you're going to get orange pictures, you're going to get blue pictures, sure. you're going to get green pictures. And when they get those, they're going to be cussing me yeah. because I didn't do a good job. Yeah. So if they have that Graphy Studio album to compare it to, yeah. they're going to think I'm the shiz. Yeah. yeah. And then also the second shooter. Can um, you say that? The shiz? Is that okay to say so? <laughs> she said it was Okay, worse. okay. That's so good. <laughs> Have you ever thought to yourself, I wish I could plan more parties or more social events in my life, but I'm busy with kids or a job, and who has time to put together an elaborate yet efficient plan with multiple professional vendors all within my budget? Well, as it turns out, that's all Moments and Milestones does with their time. They have no life except to make sure that your event turns out exactly the way you want it to, at or under budget. They also provide professional photography services so, while you're at your job, you can have pictures of your kids staring at you so it's like you never have to leave them. You'll never get away. Moments and Milestones provides 
all sorts of event planning and photography services, but the nice thing is there's still a small company. You can always talk directly to the owners. You'll deal with the same person from the first interaction to the end. It's a fun, easy, and inexpensive way to throw parties that all your friends around you will envy. You'll be like, yeah, Karen, I have kids and I have a job where I have to stare at my kids while I work, but I still have time to plan this amazing party within budget. So call Moments and Milestones at 210-973-6640 or find them online at www.momentsmilestones.com. Mention the podcast for a 10% discount on any service or package that you build. We here at Moments and Milestones live to see you smile and we guarantee that you will. Today's shout out goes to Lizette with From His Garden Floral. Look, I know she's a guest on the podcast and I don't mean to pander. This is sincere and I would have given her a shout out no matter who the guest was. But I just want to point three things out to you guys that I find remarkable about her. First, she's about the kindest person you will ever meet. She comes across as humble, she's relatable, she's easy to talk to. You just get a feeling about somebody and she is a kind and generous person. Second, and despite trying to convince me otherwise, she is a wonderful networker. I mean, in a few short years in her business, she's on multiple venue preferred lists. She's at tons of open houses. I see her social media presence getting lots of love. She's everywhere. And I think that speaks volumes to her business acumen as well as just being an authentic person. You don't get very far for very long with very many people being fake. This industry sees those folks come and go all the time and that's not Lizette. And third, speaking of generosity, she provided all the floral and centerpieces to the 2019 Evening with the Stars event. That's our sponsored prom for special needs kiddos. And anyone who finds the time to invest into that community knowing that, well, look, that's not an event or a community that you give to expecting a big return. That's a community that you give to because you're a loving person. So shout out to you, Lizette. Congrats on your much-deserved success. We here at The Hub are cheering you on, and it is sincerely a pleasure to have a relationship with you. Okay, let's get back to the interview. Um, the second shooter. Uh, I don't know. You know, I can shoot a wedding by myself. Sure. But I love... There's a lot of value to have. I, I love there. knowing that someone has my back and yeah. I have their back. Yeah. Because there have been instances during a ceremony where... Um, on one of my camera bodies, it just decided to yep. stop working. And right. I have had to detach my lens, you know, blow and yeah. wave them in the air and yeah. put it back on. And yeah. then, it, you know, it just magically started working again. Yeah. I don't know what the problem was. Um, there have been instances where they, I do, and you may kiss the bride, and I had a clear shot and right as soon as their lips touch, videographer pops up right sure. in front of me. Yeah. So, um, and that actually happened at your venue. With <laughs> <laughs> a lady with a big hat sticking her head yeah. out. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, iPods <laughs> and what, down, whatever yeah. happened. I love um, being able to tell my client mm. that whatever happens, you're always going to have two perspectives to tell your story. Yeah. And should a distraction happen... A malfunction happen, you always have a backup. Yeah, yeah. So th- those are my two non non negotiables. No, I love it. That's even just fantastic. a different angle to me. Even just the different yes. angle of the same picture. Absolutely. But you I know see. what? Yeah, and I think that you showed me a picture to where you were inside already mm-hmm. waiting for the bride and her dad to come in, mm-hmm. and, 
set, then, the second shooter was and, behind the closed yes. doors with the bride and the dad. Right. And yeah. it was such a intimate moment between yeah. a father and, and the daughter. Yeah. yeah. And, and I placed those two yeah. images side by side yes. in the album. Right. So it just, it helps to tell the story when you have different perspectives. And you I, can't be everywhere at once. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Good stuff. So, um, y'all have come together with your powers combined to form what you called STEP, which is South Texas Event Professionals. Did I get that right? Correct. And give me the scoop on that. (laughs) Um, South Texas Event Professionals, STEP, is an organization that we've created mainly in the beginning to get together with other professionals on a personal level, Mm. to be able to get to know each other a little bit better, to have friends in the industry that you can talk through problems that you can ask about, you know, how to do something on the internet, you know, or whatever. It just to be able to strengthen relationships out there and we all kind of felt like there was something missing. And for many years, me personally, I have always wanted to be able to educate brides. And it resonated with everybody. We took it a step further and became a professional organization together. And so wait a minute. So you were the beginning. Well, I'm kind of all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did how did this come to you? How did y'all connect? We had another friend. She had brought us together and said, "Hey, you know, we, we it'd be nice to have a group." Yeah. And so we started as that group of friends, and then just from there we ballooned it into what this is now. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of taken off from there. Nice. So we decided that we want to come together bring wedding couples together, uh, mm-hmm. engaged couples, and just help them through this whole process. And in the in the interim of doing that, also seek out event professionals that are either in the prime of their game or are just beginning that we can either help each other get on the same level and, and you know bring everything a step up or help educate them and mentor them. And so at this point, we are working on the first leg of that, which is the Wedding Academy. And so the Wedding Academy is that day of education where we want to bring in these engaged couples and be able to give them a little bit of information from each category of the wedding from a professional from that category that can um, not only give them tips on on what's going on and what they need to know before they're signing contracts and stuff, you know, little pitfalls to look out for, um, how to know that the person that they're talking to is on the up and up and gonna take care of them, but also to have that professional there that they're not married to this person yet, so to speak. If they're talking to this caterer, they may feel like this caterer may not give them a, a straight answer because they feel like they just wanna sign them. But if they're coming to this and they're just hearing a professional caterer talk, they feel much more comfortable about asking any question because now they feel like they don't have skin in the game yet. They're 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 not trying to line their pocketbook. They're actually gonna answer my question honestly. Sure. And you know, hopefully they're gonna be able to hear that every single time. It's like a panel. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a panel of us. And through each wedding academy, it might be a slightly different and panel. Is it just you four? Uh, for right now, yes, it's yeah. just four. Yeah. And um, but then you recruit other people to come talk about because yes. we have photography, florist, mm-hmm. invitations, venue represented, and then you just go here's and, a and DJ and, and here's yeah. a whatever. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. We're we're actually in the process. We just are starting to recruit official members to be members of the organization, and then from that we 
will also recruit either members mm-hmm. or just other vendors who want to present at our academies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, so you're starting out. You 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 hit a couple different things. I want to repeat back. Make sure I understand. You said phase number one is educate clients, mm-hmm. and they have phase number two, which is a, a mentorship which is taking young artists and entrepreneurs and trying to get them to be their best self. I'm always willing to help the next person come up because I'm not going to do this forever. Sure. And I want to make sure that there's going to be educated, qualified people out there. And so it's just networking with everybody, knowing what everyone's strengths and weaknesses are to say, I've got the perfect person for you. Let's, you know, let's get you in touch with that person instead. Well, to me, just like photography, when you're talking about photography, I think every when couples come to me and they ask about who my favorite photographers are, I always tell them, look at their gallery. Because somebody who might be my favorite, when you look at them, you may not, you may not like the way they do it. If they, yeah. You don't like their angles. Some photographers sure. use very unusual angles, which are really cool pictures, but maybe not necessarily something that they want all of their pictures to look like. Sure. Some of them have a great use of light, but you, you don't necessarily want that all the time or maybe you you don't like that mm-hmm. so it's to me it's a matter of making sure that you find your when you talk to the couples and we're trying to help them they've got to be able to connect yeah you've got to make sure that you tell them look at their galleries look at what what style of photographer you like what pictures you like mm-hmm. because it to me that is the biggest thing is making sure that you find the right connection whether it's photographers efficient sure you know, florist who are going to listen to you. Well, taking the intimidation <clears throat> factor, which always comes from lack of knowledge, out of whatever topic you're dealing with is huge because, again, makes the client feel more in control, then they can make much more educated decisions, and they're going to have a better event because they're able to communicate clear expectations. So right. it's wonderful. Um, very cool. And and so that's the beginning, the Wedding Academy. And the next one is at Santerra when? March 3rd. March 3rd. At 2 p.m. At 2 p.m. And uh, what do people need to do to, uh, well, let's go take this two different ways. What do brides and grooms or whoever need to do to actually show up and attend? So our our, um, engaged couples need to go to our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, or, or, website. or our website. website. Y'all have a nice website now. I when she left. Oh, that was you. Yep. Yeah, well done. I I tried to I tried to go find it. Maybe and you I, my, my website. Yeah. <laughs> and, be, be, in my past life, I was a freelance web designer. Nice. So that's where. No, I, I like it. Well, I like she it. came in handy to this group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Save us a lot of money. I think what resonates too. Um, and when we were talking about, when we were first just having unofficial meetings, I think what resonated with me and what you know what caught my interest to be involved is the fact that each one of us was saying we want a better experience for our clients yeah. without saying it. You know, that was the reason why this step was, you know, being organized or, or created and then came the wedding academy to enhance that planning, mm-hmm. that experience for the couples, whether they're going to be engaged for two years or they're going to be engaged for six months. At some point during their planning, a wedding academy is going to be available where they can attend. Sure. And they're going to hear tips on vendors that they haven't booked. Yeah. Um, and if they have already booked that vendor, they're going to tell somebody else, look, when I came to the academy, I had already booked a florist, but when I went over there, I heard these tips. So when you get married, be sure that... So it's going to 
it's gonna create that momentum. Yeah. And I know that we are working really hard to get to the word out to to couples. Every Good. open house, every show that we've attended, um, on our website, you know, we have campaigns, you know, constantly on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, because it's to their benefit. Yes, sure. you know, we are charging a minimal fee of fifteen dollars yeah. to attend per couple. Yeah. But That's a drop gonna, in the bucket with weddings. Yeah, so. but they're going to walk away with the yeah. possibility of having a, a prize from one of these vendors. Do people get on to you for charging? Surely they don't. They Not haven't yet. Good. Not yet. They, they haven't yet. really, although I've had uh, you know, other people in the industry say, well, you're not going to have anyone come if you're charging. But, you know... What I'm trying well, I don't to think that's true. That's the same as that, selling that, any value that you offer. That's less than a dinner at Whataburger. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So um what what I try to let them know is that yes, there is an open house in, you know, as a part of it. Um, you know, when we had it at Gardens Old Town Holotus, they got to look around the property and stuff and sure. you know, and be able to talk to her about that. But um it's much more than just an open house. There's so much education going into it and so much so many tips that are being given to them. That from the first one that we had at Garden Zoltan Holotus, um, the couples that were there, once they got done listening to us, because they all also get a a, um, a packet in the beginning of the name and, and phone number and contact information of every one of this, the presentation uh, uh, presenters and a couple bullets of what they're going to talk on in a note section. Mm-hmm. And each one of them were fiercely filling out that note section because we were giving information that they hadn't thought of. Sure, of course. You know, they may have gone online and read some stuff, but we were giving them stuff that they had not heard yet. And so when they were able to go through that open house part, they were able to go in and ask much more content-related, educated questions versus just, I'm having a wedding, how much do you charge? Yeah. You know, and we had the feedback that came from the vendors was like, is night and day. Sure. This was excellent. I'm glad you did this. I'm on board for anything else. Nice. So, you know, we, we know that we've got something good here. It's just getting the momentum to get more of our engaged couples to come and be able to share with them what they don't know, what they might be missing, so they don't miss it. I mean, because they could even, if they've already signed their florist be able to go back to that florist and say, hey, you know what, there's one thing I hadn't thought about. What about this? Mm-hmm. And it's better to catch it now oh, of and be able to maybe redo that contract yeah. a little bit, um, enhance it or something versus having florist remorse. Yeah, having having, yeah. having, yeah. having a remorse right. later on that they Regrets. wish they had known Regrets. that. <laughs> um, you know, the one thing we don't want a wedding couple to ever have is, I wish I had known, I wish someone had told me. Oh, yeah. This is their time to be able to alleviate any of that. That classic, if I had to do it all over again, this is I what would I would do, do differently. ABC. Yeah. 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 So right. if we can get the information in their hands, in their heads, hopefully they're not going to have that problem later. And, yeah. and they'll respect everyone who was there to help them enough to be able to share with their friends who are also engaged. You know what? You need to go to this. You yeah. may think you know everything because you've read whatever on, on the webs- on, you know, on, on the internet. But I tell you, they've got some really good information. You really need to go. Well, and Vicki, did you 
get up and speak in public? <laughs> no? I we, actually missed the we first had, one. We had a little stand-in It was at your venue. <laughs> I know. My mother-in-law had surgery, and I was there that She day. was at the hospital, so she had a really good excuse. Oh, that's a decent excuse. But she's doing all the presentations for the next one. No. Oh, you're doing everybody's <laughs> yes. That's really nice. That's great. That was our big announcement today. <laughs> Miss, don't move the, the right. microphone close to me because I don't want to talk to you today, Derek. <laughs> I I may pay the fifteen bucks just to come just see to you go. talk yeah, in front of it's people. Be worth it. and pass out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were all nervous. I oh, mean, I'm we sure. Were, well, and that's the know. other thing that I was going to ask because it's it's weird enough for me to get people in here where it's an intimate experience. I'm the the the. Mm-hmm. Onus of, um, or I guess the responsibility of making it flow, making people feel comfortable is completely on me. But just being on the spotlight at all is weird. It's like being in front of the camera, mm-hmm. you know, and going, oh my God, this is awkward because I feel like there's so much. I mean, you you and I had that experience when you first came in going, I don't even know what I'm uh, talking about. What are we going to say? But then it was fine. It ends say? up being good. But we are a community full of artists and not necessarily a community full of you know, bravado-filled, gregarious, salesy, you know, public speaking type of people. How are you dealing with that? Just hoping that the um, the passion that we feel and the um, the information we want to relay comes through better than the, the nerves. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Do you require a certain amount of, like, um, preparation for the presentation? No. We ask that they have done something you know they yeah. run it a couple of times or something we don't want them to try to wing it no. um so we 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 hope that they have Listen um, like to me, tonight like that's awful i'd probably do <laughs> like that. tonight we have a vendor walk through <laughs> yeah. through the through the um uh, club at Sonterra. yeah and at that we're going to be asking them please start preparing your notes we want to be able to have you send in some bullet points so yeah. we can put it in that packet they're going to be given um, but you make sure that you're rehearsing it a couple of times before you get there because that five minutes is going to seem like, you know, an hour and you want to make sure. English is easy until you get up in yeah, front exactly. of 50 people and go, my name is, oh crap, oh my God, name? where's my notes? <laughs> my name is, yeah, it's a, it's an awkward because, feeling. Yeah. Because you also want to make sure that the couples that are there don't feel like it's a sales pitch. Because no, I think that's exactly the, right. That's the biggest thing. And you know, with our venue, we're very, very, very soft sell. And, and that's probably one of my biggest things is making sure that people don't feel like we're there to hound them for sales. It really is more of an educational experience that we want them to, you know, whether they book us or not, away. it's more well, of just making sure that they learn something mm-hmm. from it. And in the notes that I send out, um, it states in there, this is not coming from, you know, you, Gretchen, uh, Allie and Paper Imitations. This is coming from when you're going to hire a stationer to write your invitations, these are the things you need to know. You know, if you're going to hire a calligrapher, this is what you need to know. It's not about the business as much as it is about that category of the wedding. Here's the things that you absolutely need to know before you're booking anything. Um, Here's the questions you should be asking so you make sure that you and the, um, the, the vendor are on the right page. And, you know, they, we ask that the vendors clarify any um any terminology that we use in businesses that they're not going to know what that terminology means you know just like i was educated recently on the difference between a planner and a coordinator Mm -hmm. to me being in this business for 12 years i was thinking it was the same thing and 
you well, know. to be fair, they're used interchangeably. They are used interchangeably, but they are two separate things. They are. And yeah. so that's where, at this next one, we're going to be explaining, here's the differences and here's what you need to know. And that's why there might also be a slight price difference. Sure. Because of the amount of work one is putting in versus the other, but they're both very, very, very necessary. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where we're trying to share with them. No, that's great. Yeah, I I uh, I think we all know our world so well. It's easy to turn on. Oh, here's what I tell clients, and then you don't even mean to. You go into sales mode, and I have people here for the podcast that are talking to me about their business. I'm like, I I'm not gonna buy from you. Tell me, to, <laughs> don't don't tell me how great you are. Tell me about the aspects of how you grew and what's important and and the education part of things. And and I. I wondered in in this community if that's tough to convince people to get into the mindset of, hey, remember back when, you know, X amount of years ago you were getting married or you had to face something where you're writing some of the biggest checks you've ever written and making some of the biggest decisions you've ever made and all you want is a big brother or big sister to come alongside of you and go, hey, I got no agenda. I just kind of want to help out. Yep. You don't owe me anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a really nice feeling. Yes. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's exactly, you know, what we're trying to give them. The experience of maybe better planning, save them money along the way. Yeah. If they've already, you know, if they were thinking about X, Y, and Z, oh, maybe we need to regroup and we don't need X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But I think what we're trying to do at this point is just um, make sure that the people who we are associating ourselves with and the members that are coming to join us are bona fide, legitimate vendor vendors in whatever category they're in. That they're not just fly by nights and operating. We want to make sure that they 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 have um, you know that they're licensed, they're paying their taxes, mm. you know they have websites, they've been around for a while, mm-hmm. um, you know that they have good reviews, and you know they don't have you know a whole host of bad reviews or something we just want to make sure that anyone that we're putting in front of these engaged couples are good honest people that we wouldn't mind also buying from yeah or or not just there to plug their business yeah they're not there to plug their business they're there with the heart of a teacher to share what couples need to know today to be able to plan a wedding well yeah because that's not and it's it's even more I'm sure the temptation is even more so than when people sit down here. And I'm sorry to take it back to this so many times, but I feel like there's some similarities. But I, I, um, I, I tell people, you can't use this podcast as a sales tool. It's not a marketing yeah. tool. Nobody's going to be so impressed that you came on my podcast that brides are going to line up in front of you. You know, that's just not the way it works. You and, never know, Derek. Well, it's okay. <laughs> I won't close that door, Lizette. But um, I, I feel like it's got to be the same... This is 100% a giving thing, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe like an open house, you might connect with other vendors, and that's nice. There's a little bit of networking, and, and maybe other people will go, oh, he or she is really smart and, and, and connected. But from the bride and groom's perspective, yeah, if you flip on that, oh, let me tell you why I'm the best mm-hmm. thing, God, that's such a turnoff. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. so that's part of that reason why we tell them it's not coming from you, the business. It's coming from you, that category that you're speaking on today as a professional, you know, to be able to um, help them get through knowing everything they need to know about that category and feel that um, if they needed to ask more questions, you're, you're, you're the go-to person, you know? And, um, but with that being said, 
we do want to change it up a little bit where every wedding academy we're going to have somebody in a different you know in, in that category it'd be a different person because we know that there's a lot of great people out there so we want to try to help showcase as many as we can as we go through you know two three four five six of these I want to make sure that um other people that are seeing what we're doing are not feeling like we're in competition with them or we're going to steal business from them just because they haven't been because you know i know lots of great great wedding planners so just because one or two have been featured in a wedding academy doesn't mean that when I'm sitting with my clients at my table and I find out they don't have one and they're thinking about it, that I'm not naming them off. Um, you know, because I, I know kind of who might, you know, Yeah, but that's the responsibility so. of me as a yeah. business owner going, hey, whether you ask me to come and speak at some point, I at least have connected with you enough to go. I mean, that's their, their job as a networking. Well, you, you don't have to. Right, and then we also, and which we, we have received, um, it's the support, you know, from one vendor sure. to another. Because you're talking about almost like, well, I have other relationships in the industry and I don't want to hurt their feelings, and meh. I mean, that's 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 life. That's the way it goes. There's right. piece, different pieces of the puzzle, and hopefully people are big enough to understand that. And I think they are. They are. I think we have, have people in the industry who are kind and understanding enough to go, well, maybe someday that'll work out, and if it doesn't, we're still cool. Um, go ahead. I'm so sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, you know, when we have talked about it with other vendors, um, the experience has been positive. Sure. You know, the feedback has been, well, that's a great idea. Um, we were talking to a vendor who was thinking about doing the same thing, but maybe in, in a different twist um, than what we were doing. And so... Did you go online and badmouth them? <laughs> no. Don't go to their thing. <laughs> no. But, you know, I, I think it just uh, reiterated <coughs> the fact that as vendors, we were all hoping for something like this to happen mm-hmm. and if someone's already doing it then let's support them because, yes absolutely you know, it's going to benefit all of us yep. when when they come to see Derek they no longer need you know they they come and consult with my uh, your business they yeah. no longer need to talk about a caterer and then you don't need to educate them about a caterer because you're here to talk to them about photography and yeah. that's what we were finding out um, our conversations were like, well, you know, I'm a florist, but I'm talking to them about why they, you know, why they should or shouldn't use this, you know, shuttle services. Sure. But yeah. that took away from my consultation with them. And then, yeah. so we were all talking about, you know, we're doing a consultation with them and we're not even talking about our own, you know, our, our own reasons. We're talking to them about other things. So that's kind of the feedback when I received, you know, it's, it's good it's that good. somebody is educating them on yeah. the specifics so that when they come to me, I don't have to. And, yeah, that's and awesome. And I get more of a consultation time with them. Okay, y'all all have notes in front of you. What have I not talked about? What questions have, can y'all guide me a little bit as to what needs to be said here? I mean, I think we've hit on a lot of this. Okay. Um, it's one of the highlighted things I have is just um, that it's just an essential tool for planning their wedding day and hopefully being that stress-free tool that will take the stress, the worry, the anxiety out of this big thing that they're getting ready to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of that they can feel more confident in what they're doing and how they're doing it because they've had somebody be able to give them a little bit of guidance. Yeah, for sure. Um, And the next one was March 2nd? 3rd. 3rd? At 2 o'clock. At 2 o'clock. Santerra. Club at Um What's the website? S O T X E P. That's right. S O T X E P. Dot com. Okay. 
Yeah. Thanks. One of y'all should probably know that. <laughs> well, I'll put it in the show notes, but <laughs> it's yeah, so I confusing think, to me. I think still. it's I think it's SOTXEP.com. Okay, South Texas Event Professionals. And we already have a venue that has offered to host our summer. Nice. So that's already in the works. Fantastic. And we are um, also uh, trying to confirm with the another venue for the fall. So we are doing, doing our good. homework. And yeah, we good are, for you. We are wanting to just let them know and try, like I said you know earlier, trying to just offer a wedding academy at some point during their planning. If yeah. they can make the spring, they can make the summer, or they can make the fall right. for all those couples that are engaged for um, to get married in 2020. We kind of, we, we want to be um, a resource to them throughout the year. Yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. Well, and, and thank you all for letting me pick your brain so much. I, I, this is a new experience for me to have four people on the podcast. So I, I, hope, I hope it felt okay. And I feel like, sincerely, y'all are all such powerhouses in, in what each of you do. I feel like we could break each one of those things down. I had a hard time stopping each question to go to the next thing. So thank you for that. But is there anything you guys want to share or talk about, about your business or about where you're going or any, anything that you thought, oh man, if I could give advice... To young artists or entrepreneurs, it would be this. And I'm not trying to put you on the spot. There may be nothing, but I would love to have any sort of closing thoughts that you have. I would just say yeah, every day, like like have a, have a picture of where you want to go, but allow that to be fluid. Yeah, and every day work towards it. Yeah. Every day do something. You know, even if it's just <laughs> flipping through a hashtag on Twitter. Um looking for mentors, looking for someone who, who's doing it better than you and looking for inspiration in them, just working towards whatever, whatever your vision is of you and how you want your business to be work towards it every day. And there will be ups and downs. There will be times when you feel like a flake and a fraud and that you get overcome with imposter syndrome, but just work through it because Whatever, whatever you're seeing, what, what, what is the saying? If, if you can, um, if you believe it, you can achieve it. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. No, that's fantastic. That would that's be my wonderful. advice. Yeah, that's really good. Y'all feel good? Anything else? My uh, experience, as I shared, I think the last time is. Yeah, we don't need to hear it again, Gretchen. Do you? Know? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Was that? Go ahead. Look, BFF, you're gonna go like way. No, the same. BFF to BS real quick. <laughs> the, the same. Just be patient with your goals and your yeah. dreams yeah, and the good. season that you're in. You may not. Don't let go of that. You know, if you believe in your in your passion for you know creating a. a great customer service experience with your skill with your craft with your business um and you can't do it right there and then or in that year or that month just don't let go of it and just keep at it um believe it um pursue it um and it will it will come yeah the right time at the right moment yeah patience is not always uh entrepreneurs strong <laughs> it's not it's, not. Oh, it's a challenge for yeah. some of us I won't yeah. say who but um, uh, I would probably just add on to what why are you pointing at Gretchen I don't understand he was saying <laughs> that um, you know just uh, work through the processes so if they're getting started and they're brand new um, you know take what they think um, a normal workflow would look like write it down on paper think about it when they get that first client, work through that and then put it into, um, into, you know, into, into use 
whether it's in a more typed out formal way or mm-hmm. they get something like Dubsado and they put it online and have it, you know, um, it's always easier to start at the beginning with a process than it is to, you know, years into it, all of a sudden try to put a process in yeah. as you're on that hamster wheel. Um, I think and, it's I think it's super important. I think solopreneurs especially go, well, it's just me. So I'll just, you know, I have the what I want to do in my head and I'll yeah. just do it. But, well, but as they get busier, yeah. then they're going to really appreciate that they had taken the time in the beginning to put processes and workflows down on paper and be um And you avoid, oh shit, I didn't think of those yeah. moments. Yeah, so you, you, you want to be intentional um, in what you're doing and stuff. And then when when they're looking at other people in the industry that isn't, in, you know, in their category... You know, you could reach out to them and ask them if they mm-hmm. wouldn't mind being a mentor. But um, what I would say is, uh, don't be creepy. <laughs> you yeah. know, we've had people you know come in and you know That's look, look around the store and day. take pictures. <laughs> don't be creepy. You know, and just be honest and open with them because yeah. you may get one or two that are like, no, I don't have time to mentor you. Oh, but then sure. you're going to have yeah. other people like me that are going to be like, okay, ask me your questions. Let me see how I can help yeah. you. I'm not going to give you every trade secret that I have and you shouldn't be offended by that because I'm not going to tell you exactly how I, you know, who my best, who my best vendor is or something and, you know, and give it away. Be respectful of, of their time and their business. And you'll notice that they, they will be willing to help you out if you were honest with them first. Yeah. You know, if you tell them what the intentions are, they're going to be willing to help you. If you don't tell them what the intentions are and you're, skirting around it and stuff, they're going to smell it out. Oh, you know, they're going to sure. figure it out. They're going to, and then you're going to be on that list of, yeah. you know, I don't know Creepy. what this person, yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> just, just be open and honest with them and just know that what you put out there, you get back. Well, I encourage that a hundred percent. And I think especially I, you are a little bit more product based business than we are. So it is different. I feel like the three of us, I mean, I'm uh, coordinating design, photography, I mean, somebody wants to come in and train with us and go duplicate my business to the exact, go, God bless you, go try. Because you're not going to do it because you're not me, you know? I mean, it's just like the two of us, I doubt that anybody's going, okay, it's either Moments of Milestones or Add a Girl Photography. We're so different Mm -hmm. that you either like her or you like me, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I don't have that worry so much like you do, but I would absolutely encourage the people to go, hey, who are some of the more established people in the industry? Call them. Take 10, call them. One of them will go, yeah, I have some time. Mm-hmm. And I'm at that yeah. place in my career to where I feel like <laughs> I can give back a little bit. Right. That's what the whole point of the podcast was, and it's been wonderful. And it's been a, it's connected me with people like you, and it's connected other people with people like you. And that's a really neat thing. I get now weekly emails. I mean, this is not huge, but I get weekly emails from people moving into the city or starting a business going, oh my God, I heard so-and-so. Wow. And I thought that was that was the greatest thing. And I think if I had, oh, oh, most of them are about you, Elizabeth. Awesome. That's, for <laughs> that's very like, true. You were doubting and I said, let's have faith, Derek. You Is that the way the conversation yeah. went? <laughs> I remember. I remember now. Thanks for the reminder. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that's a, 
that's something that I wish I'd had, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, going exactly. into yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Going, these are not just big brands and things mm-hmm. to look up to. These are people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people. Yeah, buy them a cup of coffee, asking them questions you oh, want. Oh, I ask for lavish meals. Okay, so, <laughs> so buy them a, you know, Bob's, Bob's Steakhouse dinner or something. Yeah, and um, Ruth Chris will do it. Okay, Ruth Chris. <laughs> and, you know, just be open and honest with them, and they're going to help you. Cause, yes. You know, there may be a customer that comes in that, you know, maybe I can't handle, but... I'm happy to, you know, hand it off. Yeah. And it's not that it's a bad customer or anything. It's just that maybe I'm too busy right now and I know that you need that start and they want something simple and this may yeah. be your exact thing. That's right. And you got to make a few phone calls because, I mean, just like uh, you look at athletes, there are some athletes who grow up and become coaches and some people are just good athletes. Well, there's some entrepreneurs or, or artists that they're good at that. They're not going to, they don't have the tools or the skill set or the emotional capacity to teach other people mm-hmm. so you got to kind of find those personalities but okay fantastic we feel good yeah yeah nice. thank you again thank you, thank you. So i appreciate much. having you guys here Absolutely. let's call this